Welcome to part two of the show you really enjoy, hopefully. If not, why he wasn't a part two? But I can tell you, Ted and Sean, it's Geeksers. So you got that going for you. Welcome up to 272 part two of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. <laughs> It was creepy because, like, sometimes with our headphones, because we share this one port, one only one usually goes through, like, the right ear. But then when you're like, hello, <laughs> it's like in stereo, your voice. Yeah, I was like, hello. <laughs> when you hear this tone, boop, turn the page. <laughs> See Jack run. Boop. See Jane run. Boop. <laughs> See Jack Trip Jane. Boop. <laughs> so, uh, hi everybody. Welcome to part two. Yeah. Uh, here in part two, we will shock and amaze you with a video game review. Yeah. First and one of 2018. That's right. Yeah. I'll be honest, kind of lackluster. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Don't sell it. Nah, it <laughs> we will astound you with tales from pop culture. That's right. In the form of news. Articles. Because <laughs> I'll be honest with you, it was a slow news week. Not many people working this week, apparently. Well, I mean, you got to think about it. Brand new year. A lot of people took off for Christmas. Probably were like, you know what? I'll see you next year. <laughs> <laughs> I do that joke. Every year. Every year. Every year. So, so it's the same <laughs> joke. See you next year. Ho, ho. So you know, you figure we have to get the 2018 ball rolling. You That's know? right. Controversies and Star Wars. And here's a bit of news. Apparently, Disney's worried that the Han Solo movie is going to bomb. <laughs> I'm worried the Han Solo movie is going to bomb. <laughs> I guess because, you know, people are, is, it, could there be a Star Wars backlash? Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, I, you, you, wow, that's, that's a, actually a, a very good uh, article. Oh, look at that. Because actually, today I was watching a fan film. It was called uh, Han Solo, A Smuggler's Tale. And this guy who played him, like, I think you could just, if a, a little bit of, like, different, the dialogue, he would be a perfect young Harrison I Ford. I think I know the guy you're talking about. They've he, shown him on YouTube or on, on Facebook Right, a because he times, also does yeah. a Robin Williams. Yes. Yeah, I've seen that. That Yeah, yeah and he's in the bar, and it's, it's, he's really good because he sounds like, he looks a little like Harrison Ford. Yes. Sounds exactly like him. He's a really good, I wish I was smart enough to Google him to kind of go, Hey, what's the guy's name? Yes, you know, but, but go ahead. Yeah. So, I'll but anyway, it was it was a it was a good story. What was the name of it? It was called uh, Han Solo: A Smuggler's Tale, and uh, you know, it was it's like it's like ten minutes or nine minutes of it. You know, so it's it's a short. I like I said I, I, early in the show, I've been watching uh, uh, fan films for Star Wars. I don't know why. I just one day, like years ago, we talked about it, we watched it, a few of them, we enjoyed them, and then. We started watching the production values of these are huge, though. I mean, they they they've got to be like spending way a lot of money on fan films because the, the lightsabers, the costuming, you know, it's just even some of the background, uh, uh, you know, areas that they picked is very, you know, very good. So they had to get permits for the, some of these places. I'm assuming, and then like just like some of the CGI and the the the, the spaceships and stuff like that, or like like Star Wars quality. Well, like, I'm, like, I'm actually looking at Han Solo: A Smuggler's Trade, and the guy's name is Jamie Costa. Yes, J A M I E C O S T A. Um, 
He is, uh, like I said, he's on Facebook. Look him up because he's really, really good. Yes. And see if I can get a, a little bit of a, of a, what he sounds like. Oh, he's in a bar fight. Oh, what's up with a bar fight? Typical yeah. Han Solo movie. Yes. Uh, so yeah, let's see if I can get to like, him actually talking. So in the meantime, okay, cool, continue. But it, it, the watching this film, I was also like, I'm like, wow, this is this guy's really good. Like they should got they should have hired him for the 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 yeah. Lucas Lucas Films yeah. movie. Here you go. Ready. He, he gives the Han Solo half smile. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, he's really good at it. I mean, it, it was it was a really good impression of him. And it was it's like it was like at times I almost like got lost into it. Like it just it was really. It's it's the guy, um, Anthony, oh, I forget his name, last name. The guy who does, he's Harley's Joker. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he puts the face on and he, he looks so good as a Joker. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this guy's really good, too. He also does, I guess, a great Robin, Robin Williams, Williams impression. Yes, he does. Um <clears throat> so anyway, I'm sorry, where were we? So it was just oh, the Star Wars backlash. Yes. So like they the, the, like I've been hearing late a lot of reports. I haven't really wanted to report this in the in the <coughs> stories too much because it's it a lot of just kind of fluff pieces in a way. Right. It's the opinion piece. Exactly. Because we don't really won't know until the, it hits the box office. Right. Like, you know, let's let's just face it. I mean, when we hit the theaters, then we'll know how well it's going to really do. But I mean, all the money that they're putting into this is a lot of money. I mean, it's almost like well, I mean, it's almost like they made two blockbuster movies, and it's the same movie because they had the two guys that did Warden uh, Miller, who did the the original, which did the Lego Movie, and right. then a bunch of other comedies. And they were like a month away from finishing the movie or something like that. It was like in almost post production when somebody was like, "Yeah, there's too many jokes," and you guys were like, "Yeah, Kathleen Kennedy saw a rough couple, and she, right. like, she didn't she's approve." Like, you guys. You guys are out, and we're going to bring in um, Ron Howard. Excuse yes, me, Ron, Ron Howard, Howard yeah. to kind of finish the movie or or change it. And during that process, they lost a the character because of scheduling, mm-hmm. because we talked about that. Yes, and then they hired on another guy, the guy who does the voice for Jarvis. You know, who's worked with Ron Howard a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. They added him as a new character, completely not even the the other guy. It was nice. like we just recast a new character for this movie. And apparently, like, they made us like, almost an entirely new movie right. because of it. So you know that it's got to be at least, at this point, maybe a half um, uh, half a billion dollar movie production. Probably. I mean, I don't, I don't know the value, but I mean, it's like I said, I was going to say it's, it's close to the Batman v Superman, you know, 300 uh, million, you right. know, like do, redoing that just for uh, when uh, Josh Whedon came in to do to take over for Zack Snyder. And I just kind of like I don't know if this is gonna this is gonna pan out for him. I'm like, like, I mean, as of as we've been talking about, the Last Jedi is not doing as well as they predicted. I mean, I thought right. at this point this was going to be, especially Carrie Fisher's last movie. This was going to beat uh, the Force Awakens in terms of box office right. numbers because it was going to be, you know, everybody's going to see Carrie's last film. You know, and they, especially all the Star Wars fans. But of course, a lot of people. Up in arms about it, and, you yeah. Know, certain course. things people were like, <laughs> yes. Um, but then the question is, is that is there could there be Star Wars fatigue? 
Yes. You know, not for me. I mean, like I'll, I'll still like, cause, uh, cause somebody asked me, it's like, cause there's such a thing as too much Star Wars. And I'm like, no, I haven't hit that. I think who, what was the age of the person who asked you? Uh, he was about the same age as I am. He was, okay. uh, he was maybe like a year or two younger. Was he a fan of Star Wars when he was? Oh a kid? yeah, he, he was. He's, okay. he's a fan too. He's still a fan, like he, you know, like type of thing. But because I talk so much about Star Wars, you know, it's just like you do, you, you know, it's just like it's a good question. I mean, it's just like, is there such a thing as too much Star Wars? And I'm like, no, because there's so many things that you could take out of it. And like I said, I've been watching since since I think like this last few days, I've been watching these fan films. And there's a lot of fans out there that will do this, be like kind of the same way. I mean, there has to be a love for it to do a fan film because you're not sure. making any money off it's, of this. You can't. At the beginning of every fan film, that's that this is for nonprofit. Right. We don't own the rights to these characters. There's a whole bunch of legal stuff they actually have to say right. before they can actually give you the product. And, you know, understandably, because you don't want that, you know, that Disney kind of t- knocking on your door going, uh, you don't have the rights to that character. Right. You know, so they have to do that. It's like fan fiction, whether or not it be, like, you know, who knows? Maybe someone will spoil something, like inadvertently, you know, or change a timeline in a way because people yeah. will believe what they see in the fan film <coughs> versus you know the actual seeing the actual movie. That's a good point. Reading the books, and and you know, and that's that's the thing. I mean, but it, I mean, there's there's a such such a huge love for this. I, I I just it surprises me how the last Jedi last Jedi is not doing as well as it should be, and I think Han Solo the Han Solo movie is going to. I think it's going to make a profit. I'm not going to say it's not right. going to make a profit, but it's going to be very minimal, I think. I think it's going to be like, you know, like if, say, like it's a $300, $300 million movie, it's maybe make like a 450 or five, like a half right. a billion, and, you know, it's it's going to make enough profit to go to warrant go, okay, we're still okay, but we're, we got to watch it. We got to, we got to do something now to, to bring our fans back into the fold. Well, I mean, okay, here's a, a question for two idiots like us to ponder. Yeah. Okay, let's say the Han Solo movie doesn't do as well as they thought. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you know you have episode nine coming out right. in the following year. Mm-hmm. Do you think that if the Han Solo movie doesn't do as well and, let's say, episode nine makes a lot of money, do you think Disney might kind of go, okay, you know, maybe doing one a year isn't going to be a good thing? Maybe we should do one every other year? You know what I? I wow. Um, yeah, you know I. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. Oh my God! It's 2018. Sean's be actually asking real, legitimate questions. questions wow. <laughs> yeah, you know what I, I? I think that would put Rain Johnson's trilogy in jeopardy. I, I really would, really do. I don't Probably. think that. I, I think that would hurt a lot because if they're not making the money, Disney's business. I mean, you know how much they entertain us year after year with all the movies and right. and shows and everything else that they do, and the parks and all. You, they, they know when it's too much and it's time to pull the cord. They, they'll pull it, and they, they will be not like going. Well, there's a few fans out nope, there. Someone's going to be like, you, you know, because like I was just watching a, a, a like a top ten list type of things of movies that they keep saying are going to be made and not. One of them was Tron. There was going to be supposed to be a Tron third movie coming right. out, and it was going to be the after. Uh, Quora comes out of the 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 Matrix and or in, in not the Matrix, sorry, different movie. <laughs> Whoa, I'm Tron. Look at this disc. <laughs> if I throw it like a frisbee, it'll bounce off things. Whoa, I can play frisbee football like nobody can. I like to play frisbee tag, like awesome man. Whoa, sorry. Anyway, anyway. 
<laughs> when she comes to the real world from the computer world that that's going to be her life and then like some like I think an army was supposed to come out and they're actually supposed to be a like a, a rebuilt uh, uh, system that they're they were going to go back into oh. and uh, so that was that was the idea of it but since it, it, it was modest it was it made a profit they, they didn't lose money they profit off of this it was movie. a solid movie but uh, they they just felt that it wasn't enough, so they pulled the plug basically. Right. And there's like there's talks that people like interested in doing it and that kind of thing. And a lot of the actors who were in it kind of like they've moved on to other projects. Yeah, and they've like, all gotten older. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like time's like moving on too fast, and they're like, no, nah, I don't think it's going to happen. And I I at this point I'm like, you know what, I'm fine with that. I'd, I'd like to see a new Tron movie. I love Tron. It's one of my I, favorite sci-fi, uh, you know, up there with almost with Star Wars. You know what? Maybe they could reboot it. Yeah. Oh, no pun intended. <laughs> Try I mean, reboot. you figure now with the better technology, um, you could technically do like a soft reboot. You know, I mean, maybe they tried the, doing that. In but a that's way. that's the thing. Like now, like what they're doing now is that, like in China, they have a, a a roller coaster ride that's the Tron Cycle ride. They're building it in Florida now. Okay. They're, they're going to start building it in Florida. There used to be where the old track was, the old uh, motorcade was on a track, and the cars would go around. It was like one of the first uh, rides that were built in Disney in like the 70s kind of right. thing. It's been around the, the Speedway is, at the, is, is the name of the ride. And it's 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 on a track. You can't go any faster than like right. maybe like five miles an hour. No matter how hard you push that gas pedal, you know, kind of thing. And there's classic cars and race cars, you know, kind of thing. And – um so they're going to turn that into the they're going to close that and turn it into the 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 Tron cycle ride here in America. That would be nice. Yeah. So I colorful think colorful is what's that? Colorful. At yes. Least. And then hopefully with that, if that big maybe brings a resurgence back into Tron, and maybe like somebody will go, let's do another Tron movie. Let's right. let's find you know find a way to do it. They'll track to see how popular that ride is. Exactly. And they'll be like, well, look, it's trending well that ride. So why don't we do a Tron movie? It might be a good time to start thinking about it because the ticket sales for that ride is through the roof. I mean, they, they they've done a they've done a lot of ride movies, you know. Sure, Pirates of, of the Caribbean, right? That was that's a huge one that they have. But they also did Haunted Mansion. They did that's a Haunted right. Mansion Oof. movie. Boy, did they ever! <laughs> they did a Tower of Terror movie. I, I remember that, but it was a TV movie for the Disney Channel. Yes, with uh, Chris, Kristen Dunst and um, Gutenberg. Yep. Steve Gutenberg, the Goot. You know, I saw that. It wasn't bad. Yeah, I mean, you know, for for what it was, it for was a TV a, movie that promoted a, a, a ride. Yeah, right. I mean, you know, but I mean, that's like saying that it wasn't like as high value though as like like Pirates of the Caribbean was, you know, kind of thing. So I think with that, with that kind of track record, they kind of slowed down on you know. Right, coming to the theater, you the teacup ride. Dumbo's wild. Dumbo's flight. Yeah, Dumbo's flight. Ooh, Mister Toad's wild ride. You know, but the like like uh, um, I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry, <laughs> that's okay. I, thought I derailed you. Because <laughs> like Tomorrowland, that's it. The Tomorrowland when they they thought that that was going to be big and it didn't do well. Yeah, which was a su- surprise to me. It it's really such a is. good movie too. It was a mediocre movie. <laughs> it was good. I enjoyed it. It was. I mean, because it's got Clooney in it. I know it's got Clooney. It's got, it's got Clooney and it's got House. Yeah, you, you figure with those two powerhouses, you can't miss. It's a good movie, solid movie. <laughs> Swing and a miss. Uh, you know what? Whatever. <laughs> I enjoyed it immensely. 
because <laughs> it was uh, the plot was weak. But anyway, well, what do you want? It's a it's a movie based on a land in Disneyland. It's, uh, exactly. <laughs> Because there were so many possibilities for that movie, sure, and, uh, yeah, and it just, it, I, I think it was just the the idea was so grand that they just couldn't fulfill to its like, right. pedestal that they put it on. But anyway, it's you know enough about that. But that's the thing; like, it's hard to tell. But like with Star, going back to Star Wars, I think they would. I think they would. They would like if if Han Solo is not going to do it, they're probably like doing a, a Obi Wan movie is going to be right. sidelined. A Yoda movie they're talking about. They were talking about even doing a Boba Fett movie, right. you know. What I would love to see because I would kind of, I'm one of my favorite characters, even though he's barely on the screen. Chewie, the early years, <laughs> Greedo. <laughs> you kind of know what happens there. <laughs> you know how it ends, but do you know how it starts? <laughs> you may know how it ends, but we take you. Do you know how it begins? <laughs> like you find out that Greedo really hated Han for like a long time. Yeah, you know, like there's a person like it's always like but you never see Han Solo in the movie ever is everything's like from Greedo's point of view where maybe he's doing a smuggling or, or, rug I, I, I'm always thinking like he's a part of the, the game with uh, Lando and Han and he's and he thinks he's going to win the Falcon right you know and he thinks he's got the high hand or whatever and, and put, Han beats him by like one card yeah yeah or I mean, you never see you see the back of Harrison's head, so that way because you, you can just hire a guy who looks like him from behind, and you just see everything from Greedo's perspective, and he's like, "I really hate that guy." Or he gets a you know smuggling gig, but you find out that you know Han came in faster, yeah, like you know, or like Greedo did the the Kessel Run in like thirteen parsecs, yeah. <laughs> Yes. And he's like, yeah, look at me. And everyone's like, Greedo, oh, my God, it was awesome. And all of a sudden, someone just comes and runs in and goes, oh, my God, Han just did it in 12. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Chucha. Like, God damn it. How do I get rid of this guy? And then all of a sudden, Jabba comes in and goes, look, you want to be the number one? You got In order to be number one, you got to beat number one. So how about now he owes me some money. If you can knock him off. Makes you the king. That's right. You know? <laughs> and even then, at the end, John just beats him out again. <laughs> you know? He's there dying. Like, like you see this, you, again, don't even see Han. You just see Greedo facing him. And, you just, and as he's dying, you hear the last thoughts in his head going, son of a bitch beat me again by that much. <laughs> Funk. End credits. It's like a French film. And that's his way. Fiend. The fiend, and that is when the Han Solo he shot me in the face, and I was done for. All the universe, it can be such a bitch. <laughs> fiend <laughs> fades the black and white. And, you know, the guy on a unicycle drives by. <laughs> it becomes like an art house film at the end. It's a Jawa on one of those big, those big uh, bicycles where it's a big front, big front, front wheel, wheel and those little tiny small wheel. And it's a Jawa, just a Jawa, just pedaling it. As it fades to black. The last thought of a dying credo. As he's just pedaling. Oh. Anyway, folks. Um, I don't know if the part two is going to be as entertaining as what you just heard, but that's the reason why you listen to bonus material. And that's a fact. The people that listen to us live didn't hear this stuff, so that's enjoy right. this. So make sure you tell the people who listen to us live to listen to the podcast. There you go. But sit back and relax and enjoy the podcast, and we'll see you at the end.
And we're back. You're listening to Geeksters Live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in. Don't Aquanet Radio, those apps. All right, so, Ed. Yes. What's going on this new year? Well, I heard, did you have a game review? I do. Um, I completely forgot. <laughs> You're um, welcome. Thank you, sweetheart. Um, so, yeah, um, <clears throat> right before the holidays, where I work, there was some games on sale. Mm. And one of the games came out was called Agents of Mayhem. Okay. Now, it's by the makers of Saints Row. Mm. So, you know, it's going to be kind of a, a weird type of game. Right. Um, I wasn't $65 invested. Because when I saw it, I'm like, okay, it kind of looks like Saints Row. What you are is you're a team. It's like um, a team of wannabe superheroes, I guess you kind of say. Or like uh, one's got like a bow and arrow. One's got guns. And his name's Hollywood because he's all like, you know, he used to be a, a reality TV star. But now he's turned, he works for this this agent, okay. this agency. Okay. Uh, and of course, it's, it's supposed to be an homage to Saturday morning cartoons where it's, I mean by homage, it's like, hey, it's like G.I. Joe on acid because you have a team of people. And and it was like it was on sale for 10 bucks. Okay. You know, I brought it home because I'm like, I don't know if I'm $10 invested. Like, <laughs> brought it home to kind of play it out for a night to see how it worked. Mm. And I was like, all right, you know what? I could be $10 invested. And, and, and it's actually quite a fun game okay. if you can find it cheap. I wouldn't. If I pay like 65 bucks for it, I'd probably have been like, mm, this game's like, like 10 bucks. It's more like a time killer. Like, mm. Yeah, you know, I'm not doing anything. She's reading Harry Potter. I don't feel like watching anything on TV, so I'll game for a bit um, <clears throat> until the really good games come out. You know? mm-hmm. So it's a good time killer. Like I said, you you have a, a set of three people um, that's your team, and then you can mix, you can switch between all three while you're doing a mission. mission. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's um, changed for you, depending on what the mission is. And then you can kind of unlock other teammates by doing... Um, like ran not random missions, but it's like, hey, you know what? Here's a guy who's um, made of ice, kind of like Iceman, but he's a big brawny kind of guy. So if you want to unlock him, you got to go play his story. But in order to have his story, you got to be at a certain level, and then and then you have a base that you have to build up by getting experience points by leveling up those characters. It's okay. It's very kind of like, all right, well, I got to play this mission with this guy, get him up to level twenty, you know, blah blah blah. Like I said, it's it's a fun game worth the ten bucks that I spent. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, time killer. But like I said, cu- upcoming games like in the twenty eighteen is going to be kind of a, a weird year for gaming. I think like there's some games I'm really interested in, like Mon- Monster Hunter World, which comes out like, I think later this month. Mm-hmm. Um, Monster Hunter is was a game that's usually on the 3ds, mm-hmm. and you basically hunt down these giant monsters, and and you you know for quote unquote science. You know, <laughs> and this one's the first one where it's it's hitting the PS3, the PS4, and the Xbox One, and it's an open world Monster Hunter game where there's no it's there's no load screens like before in the on the 3DS. You could be like, oh no, that monster's too big, let me run away, and oh, I got away because I I, I switched screens, screens right? you know, because it's the 3DS. It's not super powerful to be able to kind of handle a monster chasing you through the woods, right? But because of the new, because of the the modern technology apparently it's all open world and there's no real rest for the wicked you know like okay. you actually when you start hunting these guys they'll chase after you and there's no you you gotta get them you know okay. if not it's super hard um <clears throat> i what i like about it too if it's for people who have ps4s 
if you get it on the PS4, you can play as Aloy, who was the lead character from Horizon Zero Dawn. Okay. Which I'm like, well, I'm kind of interested in playing as her because I, I really miss, it's going to sound weird, I miss her. <laughs> because that game was so good and so pretty, and I kind of want to kind of go back to, okay. to that kind of world. And it kind of makes sense, too, because in her story, you're hunting giant robot dinosaurs. Mm. So she's kind of already prepared. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm interested in that. And then, like, in February, I know that there's Far Cry 5 coming out, which I like the Far Cry series. Mm. It's the first time that's hitting the America soil. Um, so I'm like, all right, I'm going to get that. And then come later in the month and, like, later in the year in June, midway. Right. Spider-Man for the PS4. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also supposed to be Red Dead Redemption 2, which... Yeehaw! Can't wait for that. <laughs> I I loved the first one so much that I can't wait for the sequel. You know? And of course, there's other stuff going on, Chris. Here. We'll, 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 we'll touch dabble on that. those when we get to it. Yeah, so that's my review, really. Not much. Uh, Stacy over there has been uh, going back to Minecraft. Why do you force me to talk about this? I'm not forcing you about anything. I'm just having a conversation. All the listeners know that Stacey Dibbles and Dow was in Minecraft, okay? I still am not playing the story mode. I'm still only doing creative. And at this point, I'm not building houses anymore. I'm making giant pixel art, okay? Like, I not... still think that's kind of cool. <laughs> no, I mean, it's fun. You know, it kills a couple hours. <laughs> Today, I made a giant Stormtrooper helmet and a giant R2-D2. Yeah, when sorry. I was babysitting last week, I made a giant Super Mario, a duck, <laughs> um, I made the the sword, the diamond sword from Minecraft, um, and the flower from Mario that lets you throw out um, fireballs. I don't know what the name of the flower is, but you know what I'm talking yeah. about. That you got to get it turns you white or the white outfit, red right. fireballs. Um, so I mean, it's fun. I have to look up the templates for it so that it's all like on. Um, a graph mm-hmm. so that I know where to lay each colored block, I guess. <laughs> um, I'm going to do a giant portrait of Heath Ledger's Joker that is very detailed and it's going to be very difficult. But I look today, I don't know if I have all the correct color blocks. Like I might have oh. to get an expansion pack. Oh, no. <laughs> We might have to spend money. <laughs> so that I can have the correct colored blocks. Because it's, it's really detailed. So it's not just like one purple, one green, one white, one red. Right. It's like three or four different purples. A bunch of different greens. A white, a beige, a gray, <laughs> red, go, pink. Babe, I need this expansion pack or I need this art pack. Can you get it? I'm like, okay. I, I'm going to have to like say, okay. pack. Right. But again, I can't be like, no. Because I'd be sitting there going, oh, I'm going to buy some silver for Destiny 2 so I can get hopefully get a nice little shader or a ship or something. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. And I never, ever want to spend money on video games. Like, ever. Um, right. We played the Mass Effect, and he ended up playing much more of it than I did. And then I didn't talk about gaming again until I wanted to play Minecraft, which was like 20 bucks. Right. Um, and I won't talk about gaming again until Soul Calibur 6 comes out, which, I mean, I guess that'll be a $65 game, but whatever. You love me, so it'll happen. <laughs> <laughs> and even in that, I'm just going to create characters. She's not <laughs> like, really, she's like, look what I made today. I'm like, oh, okay, so I wish there was like a, uh, I should send her to like um, video game school where they can just do character design. That's right. That's all I like to do. I just like to build shit and and... With Soul Calibur, you get to, there's like the regular characters that come with it. Mm-hmm. And then in most of the games, it comes with like a created character p- 
process mm. where you can use the fighting styles of different characters. You can change the voices, put outfits on them, change the colors of the outfits. It's like a completely customizable thing. That's the only part I really like about it. I mean, I'll fight them so that I can like level them up and get like the good, the good shit like opened up. Right. But after that, I just like make it a bunch of people, you know, like I'll make a Joker themed dude. I'll make a Batman themed dude. I'll make like a My Little Pony chick. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'll have, like, the whole Powerpuff Girls. And then I'll <laughs> get, babe, there's a new, uh, you know, graphics pack where it's all these new costumes and stuff. I'm like, okay. Yeah. But for Soul Calibur, they're not going to, you're not going to have to pay for it. I just, you might have to fight the people. Oh, you'd be surprised. Because you have to go through like the tree <laughs> of, it's like Mortal Kombat or right. Injustice. You have to like go through the tree and get everybody all fight everyone so that all their shit gets unlocked. I'm like, hey, can you play this game for like a couple hours so that tomorrow while you're at work, you know, having a real job, I'll just create people that have funny moves with <laughs> funny weapons and then I'll never actually even fight them. I just want to build them. Like, look what I mean. And I'll be the one going, okay, let me try playing them. Oh my God, this character sucks. No, see, that won't be it. That won't be it because I've done this for people before and I have like, I know all the best characters, all their best fighting styles, all their best weapons with their best wide fighting oh. styles. You're going to get lucky for Soul Calibur because I love that game. Okay. So it's going to be fun right. for you to fight it because I'm a button masher in games like that. I don't right. remember any of the combos. I'm just like, push, 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 push. <laughs> I never block. I get hit every time. <laughs> I'm trash at those games. Trash. <laughs> so, needless to say, we have no idea what's going on in the real world, Ed. None. Why don't you tell us? <laughs> Let's start out with some sad news, and then we'll move up. Or move down, wherever you want to go. Uh, Carrie Fisher's dog, uh, Gary. <laughs> no! No. It's not that oh, bad. okay. You said you're down to it. I'm like, Gary Fisher died? No. Oh, okay. Carrie Fisher's dog. Yeah, Gary Fisher. Gary Fisher. Gary Fisher, yes. No, she is still he's still healthy and alive. Okay. But he saw The Last Jedi. Oh, and what do you think of it? With... <laughs> <laughs> he gave it two poos and a pig. <laughs> like, like, did he give it, like, three barks? Like, <laughs> okay, so he... Okay, so... Well, he perked up every time that Carrie Fisher was on the screen, <coughs> right? You know, because like you know, well, it was her pet. They right. were inseparable. Exactly. So, so like every time he he saw her, he was like, "Oh, yes." His ears perked up. He was she was a uh, uh, former personal assistant of uh, uh, Corby McCoin was the personal assistant of Carrie Fisher, and he is now like uh, taking care of Gary, taking care of Gary. Basically, yes. And uh, so they they had a screening that they went to, and they had Gary was on because I think he makes an, a cameo in the movie. He does, yeah. So why not let him walk the red carpet? <laughs> like, hey, sooner or later, I guarantee you, in like six months, action figure, <laughs> 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 Gary Fisher, alien, alien <laughs> dog. That's right. You know, just I'm so buying that one now. <laughs> I think a lot of people will. Uh, but yeah, he perked up every time that Carrie Fisher was on the screen uh, doing her right. portrayal of Princess or uh, General Leia of the film. So it was it was a nice time for him that you know he could okay. see his former master. So it was great. Uh-huh. Let me post that. <laughs> you post <laughs> that. Right to post it. There we go. Now it's posted. Copy paste post. <laughs> Here's your story about a dog who went every time he saw a master. Well, that's kind of sad. It is. <laughs> but I have a sidebar story to that. Of course you do. <coughs> I don't know if you if you were paying attention. I think it was the other night. My dad was watching TV. Okay. And apparently there was this dog barking on the television. And our dog is so dumb 
that it actually thought that dog was in the house and started getting all uppity. <laughs> <laughs> like, I actually heard my dad from upstairs go, it's the dog on TV. Because my, my dog was like, roo, 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 roo. every time the dog barks, she tried barking <laughs> back. And it's like, really? Like, dogs are stupid. <laughs> okay, what else you got? Uh, let's talk. Well, since we're on the kind of on the same vein as Star Wars, you know, Christian Bale was was going to be in a Star Wars movie. Really? Yes. Apparently, he was going to be in the uh, Han Solo movie, but he turned it down uh, due to some kind of scheduling conflict. Kind of like they they were calling it like there was it just didn't work out for them. Really? Uh, they they didn't really specify on what it is he was he was doing the MTV's Happy Sad Confused podcast. That he was mentioned that that he was uh, there, and he also mentioned the fact too that he has not seen Ed Ben Affleck being Batman as well. Since oh, was- so there's a two for there. He's like, I was supposed to be in Star Wars, but I, you know, something happened. And oh, by the way, I haven't seen Bad Batfleck yet. <laughs> I hear he's good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Apparently, they they weren't giving the uh, the who what character was playing, but they're speculating it was the it's going to be the uh, character that uh, Woody Harrelson was going to play. His name is. I had it here for a second. No, we've His criminal mentor, Bale. Oh, so Christian Bale was going to play a character named Bale? Bale yes. <laughs> That's a stretch. <laughs> What's going to go like this? You can do that. You can do that. Castle Run at 12 miles. <laughs> 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 what do you mean? Don't know how it says they're out there. <laughs> they thought that Woody Harrison would be a better choice since Woody Harrison's 10 years older than Christian Bale is. To play a mentor, really? Yes. I mean, well, I mean, I was just more surprised that Woody Harrelson. I forget how old Woody is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, look, look. As a guy who watched him as Woody on Cheers to see him grow, <laughs> yes, I know Woody Harrelson played a character named Woody on Cheers, but he was new, so he probably made it real simple for him. <laughs> <laughs> now he, he's he's progressed to actually being called other characters. Yes. Apparently, Bell, like, is one of them. <laughs> yeah, I was going to be Bell. And uh, yeah, so uh, I I mean I'm I'm I don't know I mean like would would Bale Christian Bale be a better character than Woody Harrelson I don't know I I, well, I think not well I, I'm I'm I tend to agree with you because I think Woody has it doesn't sound horrible um, and because Christian Bale has an Oscar <laughs> but I think Woody Harrelson has more range to play those kind of weird characters mm-hmm. like I he's one of my favorite characters in the Hunger Games mm-hmm. and he's not in it a lot but when he's on there I'm like. I, I tend to gravitate towards his character, his presence in on screen. I enjoy watching. Like I liked him in the la- the last Planet of the Apes movie. Um, obviously, he's really great in Zombieland. Mm-hmm. You know, like everything he's done, it, it's it's been a good movie. Like I remember him watching it was at the Cowboy Way. It's an old movie with him and Kiefer Sutherland. Oh yeah, they played cowboys going yeah. into New York. <laughs> I mean, the only thing with, with Woody Harrelson is the fact is when you see Woody Harrelson, you automatically, it's I, like, it's Woody Harrelson, everybody. It's, yes, yeah. it's like Will Smith, Woody Harrelson. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's, he's a good actor, don't get me wrong, because like when he was in uh, uh, No Country for Old Men, it, he he played a, uh, like kind of like almost like a bounty hunter in a way. Like, okay. Because he was, he was uh, uh, in line to try and track down this money for this movie. If you haven't seen this movie, go see this movie. It's a great movie. But the, the you kind of, you kind of, don't see Woody Harrison too much, right? But like in a way, it's like you just just know it's him because you see his face. It's not like they put right. makeup on him or change his look or whatever. It's the same. Like he, it's it's Woody. It's Woody. Yeah, it's uh, he'll always be Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I love you, Mickey. I love you, Valerie. <laughs> I love that movie. All right, so, uh, so that's interesting. Yes. Christian Bale in a Star Wars movie? Yeah. I don't know if I could handle that. You don't know if you can handle that. I don't know. I just he, I, Christian Bale, look, he had his time as John Connor in Terminator. Yeah. Well, I mean, he did. He was in the movie with uh, that. Actually, uh, the president of the company, Kathy Kennedy, was a part of, which was the uh, rise of the. Trying to think of the. Oh, it was uh, the Empire of the Sun. Way back, it's an eighties movie, right? And I think he played a young character in that. And they they really had a good relationship. And he was oh, like, okay. so he's he's saying if there's a, there's a future possibility of being a Star Wars, he definitely would do it. Like oh, if okay. the scheduling was right and everything worked out, he would definitely be. All right. Well, Rain jo- Ryan Johnson's getting ready to do his Star Wars trilogy. So maybe he'll be in that. Maybe he'll be in that. Yeah. He'll be like a grizzly old Jedi trying to train another Jedi, and he'll be like the we call it the Qui Gon Jinn of of that trilogy, or dare I say, the uh, Raja Ghoul of, of that character. Oh, oh, <laughs> like, oh, see, oh, see? Oh. see? Yeah. <laughs> if you live long enough to become, be the hero long enough to see yourself, whatever that saying is. <laughs> 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 Who cares? It's not even, you know, it's, it's whatever. <laughs> All right, what else you got? Uh, so let's move from Star Wars to Star Trek. Oh, let's Of course, go. like we talked, I think, last year, was uh, we're talking about Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> last year was like three weeks ago. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah! Quentin Tarantino was thinking about doing a Star Trek movie. Yeah, it sounds it's it's well, it's, writing it's writing and directing. He, he's like, oh, oh yeah. he's gonna he's he's, he's gonna going the full gamut, full gamut on this one apparently. And it, it it's not official yet, but there's a lot of talks going on, and it's it's not sure. breaking down at all at this point. So one of the one of the former characters would like to come back and play in the next Star Trek movie. Spock. Oh no, he's died. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I made Picard. <laughs> No, actually, <laughs> in the more recent movies, that was uh, the, the guy who played Sulu, John Chow. Oh, okay. He would like to play Sulu again because he grew up, of course, watching the original Star Trek series sure. like everybody else did. And he really loves the character. He knows so much about Sulu that he really wants to stay a part of the... Because the, he wants uh, to be relevant. Right. Um, exactly. He, he's like, look, outside of Star Trek, I really don't got much of a job. So <laughs> can I be in there? But I would think, okay, now... I would I would think that if they're going if Quentin's writing and directing a Star Trek movie, it would be using the characters of of the current generation. Who knows? Like, it, I mean, it's I, just saying that's 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 the whole thing. We we don't know what Quentin Tarantino's thought process of all this thing is. Of course, though, the thing is, is that like with every Quentin Tarantino film, he uses pretty much the same actors over and over again because he knows what he's going to get out of these right. actors and he knows what he can push and not push and, right. and, and, and get the abilities from each one of them. So I'm like, you know, imagine Samuel L. Jackson, you know. Like, Samuel Jackson's captain. I said warp speed, motherfucker! <laughs> Have him captain of the Enterprise. What? Ah, can't you see my ship? It says USS motherfucker on it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's got the purple in the cell lights. Why? Because I'm Samuel L. Jackson. That's why. <laughs> Guess what's in my wallet, fucker? <laughs> this phaser. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I guess because... Uh, I don't know. Well, I know that Quentin's was he's one of his favorite original trilogy or original original shows stories was the um oh god it's the one where Kirk Bones and Spock go back in time um it's it's the uh, city on the edge of forever. Okay. That's the episode name where 
Um, McCoy is um, gets some sort of virus, and he jumps through this this portal, mm. and Spock and Kirk go after him, and they find themselves in um, like nineteen twenties, maybe nineteen thirties America, mm. and that's where he meets um, Joan Collins. Okay. She plays a, a girl that Spock kind of, that Kirk kind of falls in love with, but they're trying to find McCoy, and that apparently something happens at this time that changes the whole course of the of the world mm. where germany actually wins the war and all this kind of stuff and um the space race so like kirk and spock realize that the enterprise isn't waiting for him because it doesn't exist anymore mm. they come to find out that the girl the woman played by joan collins that um kirk has kind of fallen for and she's kind of fallen for him is a key factor in it she's supposed to die if she lives this is what there is no future mm. for anybody, pretty much. Mm. So there is a moment where, like, um, Spot Kirk, they finally find McCoy, and there's this big buildup and spoiler. You know, she gets hit by a car, and McCoy was gonna, you know, stop it, but Kirk had to hold him back because she needed to die in order for them to save pretty much the, the whole future. The future. Yeah. And, of course, it's a heartbreaking episode. It's one of the most famous episodes of the series. Mm. That's the one Quentin Tarantino supposedly likes. I never heard of it. Yeah. No, I'm, just I'm just kidding. I'm like, what? So that's the one that, that, that he's, he likes. It's his favorite episode. So I'm thinking that he might do an iteration of that. Yeah. Which I would assume that would require, if you're doing the Star Trek universe and you're doing it with Kirk, Spock, McCoy, it would have to be the current people. I would assume. I mean. Yeah. I don't think he's pulling out Kurt Russell, you know, as a as as Captain whoever for that. You know, I'm assuming it'd be Captain Kirk. Yeah, you know, um, that 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 would be a neat Captain Kirk, Kurt Russell. I mean, Kyle, look, Kurt Russell, I'll watch anything. Again. Yeah, that's you know? that'd be great. I mean, just to have him in a Star Trek uniform, and he's doing the, his own Picard maneuver, tugging on the jersey, <laughs> that flowing hair. Yeah, right. <laughs> That was key important back then. Yep. That flowing air, not in the eighties when they had the ball guy. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, yeah, but he would. He'd say even Patrick Stewart said he'd come back for that one. Yeah. So I'm like, could you imagine? I'm sorry, no, no, I'm sorry. He wasn't. That wasn't his favorite episode. His favorite episode was with Next Generation. Sorry, I completely. Where was I? I don't know. Wow. New Year, New Me. <laughs> it's the episode of Enterprise where the Enterprise C goes back in time, and there's oh, that's right, the right, one where Picard has yes. to sacrifice. Yeah, wow, I wasn't even close. Yeah, what, what were you thinking? You know what? Maybe it's because I'm reading the the autobiography of of, of Captain Kirk, written by <laughs> William Shatner, by the way, and I, I just got past that part in the book. Maybe that's why it was so prevalent. The first, wow. Hi, I have your nerd card. I had a blonde moment. <laughs> Sorry, <Hey>. I apologize. <laughs> hey, <laughs> wow, I really kind of whiffed that one. You sure did. <sighs> wow, wow, oh wow. <laughs> so I guess he could take that his own his own crew. I guess <laughs> it's got nothing to do with Kirk or McCoy or Spock. It's got to do with Picard and Riker and. You know, his favorite episode. So I wonder who he... Huh? That'd be interesting. Hey, either way, it's Quentin Tarantino in a Star Trek movie. I'm in. <laughs> it's, either way. It's going to be, like, so out there. It's like, oh, my God. Like, 
When's Tim Burton going to do it? <laughs> oh, my God. He's going to do the follow-up to Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino does Star Trek. Followed up by Tim Burton. You know Johnny Depp's going to be in it. Yeah. <laughs> Him, right. Helen Baum Carter. Maybe he'll get, what do you call it, uh, um, Michael Keaton. Yeah. It'll be like this whole like reunion, reunion and the, what do you call it, the ship will be kind of black and, <laughs> and moody. <laughs> One part will have like a swooped over shell in the front. <laughs> You know, it's all striped. Yeah, <laughs> black and white striped, and it's got weird, funky music. <laughs> and Johnny Depp will have a fake nose or a fake ear. Or... There's just fog everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just this velvet fog is going through, and you're like, well, this is kind of dark. <laughs> wow, and all of a sudden, Jack Skeleton comes out, you know, and they all start singing along. There's a Frankenweenie's the pet on the board. It's like, wow. Oh, oh. Then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Nicolas Cage in a Superman outfit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm more like a starship protector. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Okay, now I feel like I'm back on track. (laughs) All right, what else you got? Well, uh, let's let's go to like a Star Trek themed show. Oh, a Star Trek themed show. The, the Orville. Oh, yeah. I, I I finished the season, Did by you? the way, yeah, during uh, our, our hiatus for the new year. I really enjoyed the show. I, I kind of, what about you? I, I mean, I haven't, I haven't finished it, but every episode I've enjoyed so far. Like, yeah, some really, were kind of like. Really good and all, and I'm, I'm excited to finish. I have it all DVR'd up. I'm just waiting for a proper day to just sit down and watch, just like binge through it and all. So I'm kind of excited. But, of course. As you know, the first season's over, and they're working on a second season. Right, you know, got a, signed a, for a second season. season. The first episode is only twelve episodes, and this one's getting fourteen. All right, so it's getting, it's getting better, you know, kind of thing. You're like, yes, you know. Of course, a lot of people are asking, is there going to be a Orville Family Guy crossover? <laughs> I can see it now. The Orville gets caught through a wormhole, and they go into another dimension, a cartoon dimension, and there's Peter Griffin. Apparently, executive producer Rich Appel and other Family Guy writers apparently scripted at least <laughs> one for Celia Bryan being the bridge of the Orville <laughs> <laughs> at the heart of the show. So it's so apparently there's some some people already working on this. Whether the moment they got it, they got second season. Someone in the Family Guy room went, "Now we got him. Yeah. Let's go." <clears throat> It'll be like Stewie and Brian on the on the Orville. <laughs> of course, of course, everybody of course did ask the creator of both shows, Seth MacFarlane himself, asking him like, you know, would 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 that be a possibility? And he goes, "Well." We'll have to see. For me, I live with everything I ever do being compared to Family Guy. So my first instinct to let to be its own thing and keep it separate. So it's to be continued. So basically, right now, he's kind of like, I kind of want to keep it like two different entities, you know. Like- I can understand that, though, because the, the Orville is uh, is different. Mm-hmm. It's enjoyable. Like, I'm... I gotta be honest. Sometimes it's better than Star Trek than Star Trek ever was, <laughs> in a way. Sometimes where it, it hit on themes and wait, it, wait, 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 wait. The wait, original wait. trilogy, like the original story. I I'm not a big fan. I've I've seen a couple episodes of the the new Star Trek Discovery. Did you? Yeah. 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 yeah that's what I heard. Yeah. That's what I've been hearing. Yeah. No, no, no. It's not really. I kind of refuse to watch because I don't want to pay for. Yeah. That's just stupid yeah. to me. That's just 
the worst thing you can do. Because, I, I mean, like, I have Roku, and like every so often, not so every so often, every <laughs> fourth ad or third ad, it's for Star Trek Discovery. For CBS yeah, All just, Access. Get it, you know, download it, blah, 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 watch the, the first chapter of the, you know, Discovery. Right. I'm like... No, like it just no. I mean, I gotta say, it's the Orville's got some heartwarming moments, some good laughs. I mean, I think it's it's a little weird to see like that mixture because we're so integrated when it comes to like a Star Trekian kind of show where it's very serious and it it you know they're not talking about you know parties and practical jokes like mm-hmm. it'd be like you know Data being asked to pull a practical joke. He he would find that fascinating, but they would take a serious tone to it. This is more jokefully, you know, it's, it's, but I, I like it. I like it a lot. I, I gotta say, I'm, I'm, when I watch it, I'm like, all right, I kind of turn off yeah. my, cause apparently it's being panned by critics, but apparently it does have a huge uh, fan base I... that it's like, doesn't really matter what the critics say. It's right. Just gonna... I mean, I think it's one of those things where when being a Star Trek fan and then watching the show, you do have to, you do have to let loose your, um, I would say your personal feelings about Star Trek on, as a whole, mm. but I, I kind of look at it as if you like Galaxy Quest mm. and that kind of spoof Star Trek on multiple levels. That this one doesn't really spoof it; it kind of pays homage with a little bit of no. It's like it's like kind of Star Trek Spaceballs kind of feel to it, and not not and not over not as yeah, goofy, the, but it's that's got, the thing. I kind of disagree. I mean, uh-huh. I mean, it's what You're it's like, I mean, it's. It's funny. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's a funny show, but it's also heartwarming as well. Like, I think that's what you're trying to get right. to. But I don't think it's as funny as, like, the level of Spaceballs or mm. Galaxy Quest. No, but like, I mean, when you take a genre and then you kind of, like, change it just a little bit to add laughs to it. Like, like it, I couldn't see, for, for a guy who loves Star Trek so much, I mean, let's face it, he got the original Next Generation cast back together for the first time to do voices on Family Guy. Mm-hmm. You can tell that there's a genuine love for the next generation Star Trek. Yeah. So you see that in every spot of the show. Mm-hmm. But then there is that little funny moment where you go, I can see that joke in Family Guy. Yeah. You know, it's like I can see that joke in, and, and it works. It For me, it works. Right. I can see a lot of people, I understand why critics don't like it because it does take that snobbish approach because it's like Star Trek is kind of a, of, of almost well, it's saying, an institution. I, I was talking to somebody else about the Orville and I'm like, yeah, I like the show. I do like the show a lot and I, I do appreciate it. But he's like laughing. He's telling me like different things, like little things that were going on. There. Apparently there was a scene in the, like, the opening opening thing. There was a dog doing something in the background like licking itself. Right. In the background he thought it was hilarious and I'm like, I never paid attention to it. Like I right. saw it. I'm like, all right, but it's a dog licking himself. Like what else is it going to do? Right. You know, like <laughs> it's, it's, you can't really work with animals. Like, like they, they do things in Hollywood. They, people try to avoid <laughs> work with, with uh, animals and kids are the two exactly. things. So you go with the dog's going to do whatever. And you're just going to go, okay, just kind of ignore it. And just to appreciate the acting that's going on right in front of you. And it's this whole of course, him being cheated on by his wife, right. now the first officer, but you go, that's funny. Like right. the dog licking himself in the background. <coughs> it's just a dog licking himself in the background. It, like it's the it's the shit that should not be kind of stuff. It's not like, like it's not like all right, all right, all right. Whatever. I'm gonna call him like Freddie. Come on, Freddie. Now lick yourself. Right. Lick yourself. It's gonna be funny. You know, lick yourself. There's a guy behind the couch with a treat going. If you if you lick yourself, get the treat. Right. <laughs> it's like when it, it, a dog doing what it's known to do is kind of like when you watch a movie and the person in the background looks at the camera yes it's it's like you're like 
Now I'll never unsee that. Like, <laughs> because that's the thing. Like I've I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos, and there was one that was like back background extras that you know stole the scene or right. something like that. And there's one with Home Alone where she's at the airport trying to go back to New York to go right. to the cabin. And apparently there's a guy, and he does. I mean, I I saw the thing because they show it. Right. It, there's a guy in the background that looks like Elvis Presley, like like. If he was living in the nineties, <laughs> older looking, okay. he's got the Elvis face, and he's got kind of the the, the the mutton chop. So it could have been Elvis. It could have been Elvis, but it wasn't. They they found out oh. who it was. But it was like it was a look like that, like just was so like random. Like oh my god, Elvis is alive. <laughs> As an extra. Oh mama, I gotta get home. My 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 baby is all alone, all alone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna get the some fr- fried banana sandwiches. And I'm gonna use those banana peels as a weapon. I'm gonna lay it on the floor so that when I get, get get attacked, I'll just slip on it and fall on a TV that I shot. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, all right. What else you got? Uh, let's go back to Star Wars. Okay. Let's talk about box office numbers now. Of course, obviously, it's number three this week in our. Our uh, top five, top right. five, and uh, China has uh, reported in on on where it landed. You know what? Well, I think it didn't start this weekend in China. Yes. And how did it do? Well, you want to take a guess and see where? I'm going to say number one. Uh, no. Well, how about you? Want to take a guess? Am I guessing where it hit money wise? No, no, just num- placing number one, two, three, four, five. Um, three. Ding, ding, ding! We got wow. It okay. It was number. Wait. Th- don't explain. I only chose three because I didn't want to be like Sean and choose one. <laughs> I was going to say one, but I'm like, nah, he chose one. I can't choose one. If I choose two, it makes it too close to his. Okay, I'll choose three. I didn't actually think that, that was a complete accident. <laughs> okay, you, you can explain now. My fiance, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> she loves me so much. If she refuses to pick answers, she will never agree with me. <laughs> She'll never have matching candy bars. No. Wow. Okay, well, all right, so it came in number three, right? <laughs> we lost Ed. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, okay. Okay, all right, now, now I'm grounded. Yes. Uh, it made $7 million in, in China for opening weekend. Which just, they consider not bad, but of course there was two. Apparently, there was an X Files return to the X's, and what? a Chinese title. What that's what it says. That's what I'm reading. <laughs> what it says in the copy? Yes, <laughs> half the movie of the the X Files return to the X's has done. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, sorry, my mistake. I didn't read this right. All right, that made of course fifteen. It, yeah, but that scene. Okay, you were you were you were you were no, no 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 no. Right. I, I got this. I got this. All okay, right. it's apparently yes. The number two movie was X Files: Return of the X's has done. It brought in that brought in fifteen point seven million, which is half of what Star Trek made. All right. Okay, or, or double basically. Okay, and apparently there was a Chinese uh, titled movie that's there. They didn't mention what it was. That was the number one because it's China and that's the you know it was a, a some kind of like spy thriller that they like or. Some kind of movie that they were looking forward to, so that's why it ended up being number three in the box office. Okay, um, can you spell that? It's X Files. Is it colon or X Files colon Return of the X's? 
Like X as e- the letter? E-X-E-S. So E-X-E-S. like your ex-boyfriend. Yes. Or girl, well, you're supposed to be girlfriend. <laughs> X. Okay, hold on. It's X-Files, so it's not the letter. It's, it's E-X-Files. Yes. All right, see, I'm thinking it's like Mulder and Scully doing something. It's not at all that, Ed. Yeah. It's, um, and it, you sure it's not, it's, uh, believe it or not, it's X-Files 3, Return of the X's. Yes. Because here's the official trailer. I got to see if, uh, if, 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 if this <laughs> thing, and here's why. It's, 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 it's a Chinese movie, yeah. Right. So I don't know, uh, uh, Min Young and Yu Fei break up with their girlfriends and start partying. When their ex-girlfriends come back into their lives, they get tangled up in adventures. Wait, so it's Harold and Kumar? In a way, yes. Okay, I'm looking at I'm like I'm looking at the uh, same great cast, and they're partying, and they're. I think one of the Harold and Kumar movies is yeah, about their ex. They're at a club, and it looks like okay, there's girls in mini skirts, and they look pretty cute, but they're walking away. Um, and directed by the yeah, so all right, I get it. Okay, and what was the number one movie? It didn't say, God, you don't listen to anything. It didn't give what it was, oh. but it is apparently like some kind of spy movie or something that China really, really likes. And yes. they've been looking forward to it. See, Ed, I pay attention. There you go. At least once I'm right. well, sorry. I was looking up. I was trying to look up. I was trying to find. I honestly thought he was talking about an X-Files movie with Mulder and Scully and that they were like, you know. All right. Well, now now that we've gone past <laughs> yeah, that. Okay. Let's go past that. Okay. So and go with Coach H.A. Now, Star Wars is number three. What's your thoughts of it being the number three movie in China, or actually it not doing as well as it should be across the world? Um, I really don't have a opinion. <laughs> I mean, I, I kind of, um, for whatever reason, that movie looked funny. You know, maybe that's the, maybe because it's a third in a series. Yeah. Um, I don't know how popular that got. Apparently, that series is pretty popular. Well, they they do mention the fact that that. In China, Star Wars is not a big deal as it is like in other countries sure. or in the U.S. So that's the main, the main reason why it was number number three because it just didn't really want to hold too much attention. Now, The Force Awakens did, was the number one movie for three weeks in China, so right. it did it did do well there. Rogue One didn't do as well, but it was I think number one for one week. I think it said here. So you, you at least you know they had that, but they was it's kind of like they were a little bit surprised that it wasn't wasn't going to be number one for at least one weekend. That they were just it was number three. I'm a little I I don't know maybe I I'm, maybe this is just me being an ignorant person. Yes. Why does anyone care what it does overseas? Okay. <laughs> I mean I I I mean I guess uh, I, well that's the whole reason why I brought it. But okay, right, I, mean, I, mean, I don't mean like I understand right. like okay so it came in three like but it came in first of the American movies that are over there. Yes. All right, so I guess you could put it that way. Yes, I, I mean I, I'm I'm coming from a marketing aspect. It's still the number one American China uh, movie in China. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when like the cartoon hits number three on the top five, and it's the only cartoon in the top five. They can say the number oh, one right. animated movie in America. So <laughs> they can now uh, they can Disney can still pull the old. It's the number one American movie made. It's playing in China right now, bitches. Like, I, 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 you know, I mean, seven million dollars. I don't know how, like, 
has movies broken like a hundred million dollars on an opening weekend in, in China? China? That doesn't say it. I, I mean, based off of based off of these numbers and like the, the numbers of the past, it's like fifteen twenty million is probably max is what they make in China. Not a lot of people are going to the movies in China. Obviously, at this point, I mean, they, oh, yeah, because the size of the country. Of course, it's mostly land and it's like right un, like there's not like here where like there's tons of cities and towns right there's not a there's uh you know like a, a village it might be like 10 villages and there's like one movie theater that's in a city that's like 200 miles away right and like, they, right. they and since disney's being real tight about the you had to let that play in like six weeks they're like oh, we don't want to do it like because <laughs> if not you're gonna take more percentage or is that just an american thing they're doing <laughs> i think that's just an american thing you're gonna, I, you're gonna play this movie in that theater for at least six weeks, but we only have one movie. We don't care. You're gonna play it for six weeks. If not, whatever next movie you're putting out, X Files Three: The Return of the X's X's, we're taking a cut of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that rules. Really well <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess it's like, all right, well, maybe the foreign market. Who knows? I mean, maybe the filter of the internet, how people have been kind of grumpy gusses about the storyline of, of The Last Jedi, maybe you reached over there and they're like, well, maybe we don't want to watch it because apparently the, even the American people who, it's their it's their shit, they don't even kind of like it. Or some do <laughs> and some don't. So maybe we won't be able to get it. I don't know. Like, eh? I mean, would would that would that influence you? What if it was the number three movie and like no no um I guess what I'm saying let's say there's um a movie let's say we were in England okay all right so just kind of keep it all English speaking Mm -hmm. for the most part (laughs) (laughs) I reckon reckon. (laughs) um and there was a movie that was over in Britain that was huge yeah huge yeah right and then. But you you look at people talking about that movie over there, mm-hmm. and it's like, eh, well, it kind of sucks, and blah, blah, blah. And it, maybe it might have been a property that you liked at some point in time in your life. Mm-hmm. And then you see eh, like people kind of going, eh, it sucks. Like, Does that influence you when you go to the movies? Yeah, a little bit. I'll be honest with you. I right. mean, I mean if, it's, if it's not a major property, if it's something like it's I'm kind of interested, if it's sci-fi-based movie – and people in England saw it, and they it's like their property. And go, oh, it's and it's like doesn't do really well. Then I'm kind of like, well, maybe I'll just wait till DVD or rent it or see it on Netflix, like kind of thing. And now at this point in my life, because it's just like, do I really want to invest like a full movie ticket on something that everybody else is iffy on? And I mean, now, granted, I, I'm I think I made a mistake in 2017 with a couple movies that I was should have saw in theaters. Like I wanted to see Ghost in the Shell. And we we saw it on, on you saw it in the theater and I didn't and I right. and when we saw the on Blu-ray I was like well this is a phenomenal movie like I don't know what people were complaining about like I thought this was a phenomenal right. film and I'm like I, I don't get it like so yeah I mean it does influence me in a way that I go you know what if if it's something not huge like I'm like I'm kind of into it but I'm like like it's like oh. If, if I could spend my money elsewhere, I'll do that. Then spend it right. here, and I'll just wait for a lower price, and then you know check it out. I'll, in, you know, I kind of do that. As we were we were talking, I realized that there is a product that I know that you and I both like that basically is kind of an England kind of base character, James Bond. Yeah. So like, if you know, let's say they have the new James Bond movie, and everyone over in England's going, "It's it's crap. It's bullshit. It sucks." 
And I'm going, but it's James Bond movie. I love James Bond movies. I I, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. I never seen the Timothy Daltons in the theater with the, his version of the Bond because everybody didn't like him as Bond. Yeah. And it, it influenced me for not seeing him in the theaters. Now, rightfully so. I mean, I <laughs> <laughs> like you're right. Those those suck big time. Like they weren't lying. Um, I think I saw one, and then the other ones, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm out. Like yeah. he just. He just Hashtag not my bond, <laughs> like you know, because I was really hoping for Pierce Brosnan. I was like gearing up for him, and it was like surprise, motherfuckers! It's this guy. Yeah, and you're like, what? That's that's not what it's not what I wanted. Like, and then everyone said that sucked, and I saw him like, well, I'll give him a shot. Yeah, I mean, I, I survived the George Lazenby movie, and I, you know, I, I wound up. I liked the first couple of Roger Moore movies, mm-hmm. not so much the later ones, right. but. You know what? New Bond, new attitude. Let me go. Oh, this is horrible. Like, you know. And it, and, it, and it really it really was hard to go back to the theater when Pierce Brosnan was finally Bond because you go, well, they pulled the they pulled the rug once, you know, kind of yeah. thing. And then it was like when you finally saw it was coming out and he was the star, you go, okay, you know, I'm interested, but now I'm leery because after the last two hours, right. you're kind of like, I don't know. Yeah, and, I think even the the tra- the teaser trailer for Goldeneye had the, the 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 logo and he walked out. He actually even made a comment about it's like you expected someone else kind of thing. Yeah. And you're like, oh, finally, he finally gets it. And I, yeah, I mean, I guess it did kind of influence you. Yeah. So I mean, I guess I can kind of understand why that they people over in China didn't go, didn't connect or go out and see it for their own. Yeah. Like you know, social media. Damn you. <laughs> I don't think that's what happened at all. Oh, what do you think happened? China has a really almost fascinating way of being able to um, bootleg or knock off things. Right? Oh. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that it was necessary. Okay. Factually speaking, China is very overpopulated. Yes. Okay. okay. Factually speaking, China doesn't have like the best oxygen in the right. world. Mm-hmm. Okay. Facts. Right? Not hating on their country. Right. Okay? Not hating at all. Just facts. Okay. Right. I think that it was more like, okay, well, in the bigger Chinese cities that would have theaters and stuff that are mm. highly overpopulated, mm. I think it would be easier for them to like bootleg it and watch it as you know opposed to like go out to the theater. So it's not saying that people didn't see it; it's saying they didn't spend money on right. it, which right, okay. is not the same thing. Yeah, right? I can kind of I can kind of see that point because I remember there was a bunch of movies. I think everyone goes through a bootleg phase in their lives where there's like um, you go to the corner store and there's some guy going. Yo, yo, I got Justice League, five dollars, five dollars for Justice League, and you go, oh, it's five bucks. I mean, you know, what? No, I mean, I've, 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 I've seen one, and I've, I didn't purchase something. No, else like, look, no, it's, I'm, 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 he's already backing <laughs> out. No, I, I don't want to backpedal. I just, I'm serious because from from all the experiences that people have told me, they go, it's not worth the five bucks you pay for because. It's somebody video cameraing it. The quality always, shit. Quality is always quality shit, right? Poor, and you you hear people talking in it. Right, or get up and go get popcorn, popcorn right? right? And so, you, so that all that kind of happens. Or there's a guy like you, you kind of you almost see like the the usher coming up the stairs. We hide right. the camera, so there's like ten minutes missing of the film, or a few I, minutes of the missing of the film. And you all hear is audio, and it's bad audio. You know, kind there, of, there is. I actually have one at home that I can point to. Um, the Book of Mormon, the play. Yeah. Somebody videotaped it, and I bought it at a Monster Mania thing, and I was like, I want to see this play, but I, I, it's not like it's ever going to air. It's never going to be a movie. Right. I hear it's great. I bought it, 
And it legitimately is that. The guy has a camera. He must be like in the nosebleed seats with a camera. It's kind of shitty quality. And the stage is real far away. But the guy is either brand spanking new to to the business or he was being watched the moment he walked in because he would have the camera up for a little bit. And then he would move the camera down a little bit. So yeah, it would be like... Because he didn't want to get caught. Right, he didn't want to get caught. Right. So you can kind of like... Like you either go for it or you don't go for it. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. Well, if Star Wars has been out now in theaters for like three weeks... Right. I know that Dad has already watched it on his fire stick. Right. So there's... Who's to say that in China they don't have their stuff? Fuck you, bitch. We're not waiting three weeks for it to get released in theaters. You're right. We'll go bootleg watch it on whatever Amazon fire stick they have for China. I don't know. I've never been to China. <laughs> it's so actually fire chopstick. <laughs> you are so disrespectful. <laughs> they don't see I live there. <laughs> what are they bootlegging our show too? Probably are. <laughs> That's right. It's Japan that likes us. <laughs> I thought that was kind of cute. <laughs> uh, Oh. Yeah, like I think we got like five or six from China, and it's like, yeah, it's probably it. They probably bootlegged it, <laughs> copied it, passing it around. Who's these two dumb Americans? <laughs> Why did your China sound like Italians? Hey, listen to these dumb Americans, <laughs> huh? Because it's Italians bootlegging us uh-huh. in China. Uh-huh. <laughs> Psst, buddy, come here. You won't. You want to you listen to a podcast? Five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> How mad would you be if you found out someone else was making money off y'all and y'all weren't getting a cut? I'd be kind of, I don't know. I, I, I'd i be honored. I'd be honored. I'd kind of be honored. Would you I'd be honored or uh, would you be insulted? I'm kind of in the middle. I, for, I guess my... It depends how much of them are That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Like, if they're making millions off it, I gotta be I'm, Good for you. Now, how about a little something to come our way? But if it was like, yeah, I made like two fifty, I'd be like, motherfucker, <laughs> you know? No, it would still be a badge of honor. Yeah, like, I, somebody made two dollars and fifty cents off of our stupidness. <laughs> That's great, you know. If it's like a million dollars, I'd be like, motherfucker, <laughs> we <laughs> made five million yen money, off you. Really? Like, That's awesome. And it really translates to like a buck and a half. <laughs> like, oh, <I'm> like, fuck. <laughs> the American oh, dollar oh. shit over here. <laughs> like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'd be kind of somewhat proud. I would. Bit. I mean, it's just, you know. It'd you be know. like getting a season to scissor letter because we use the Batman Beyond, uh, um, we call it theme for our show. Right. You know, yeah. someone we got to knock on the door. Hello, uh, we're the lawyers. Uh, do we cheat him and how from the lawyer's company from uh, Warner Brothers? And then we have a hear a letter saying, hey, this is. <laughs> <laughs> the lawyer company. <laughs> the lawyer company. We're the lawyers from Warner Brothers. Here with law this, firm. Well, <laughs> doesn't matter. Remember this name, Lundy Law. <laughs> he comes knocking on the door and goes, Yes, hi. I work for the Warner Brothers. And here is your cease and desist letter for you using the Batman Beyond theme. Now, you either stop or we will have to take you to court. <laughs> <laughs> I would be like, can I get two copies? Because I know I'm framing one. I had three sure Edward one frame one too. No problem. <laughs> Come at me, bro. I'd be real proud of that. I'd be like, no, no, you take us to court. 
<laughs> we got nothing besides. <laughs> we got. We got. We they, got, they can't do anything to us. We got two things: Jack and start, shit. Right. As soon as, they, <laughs> as soon as we start making money, though, I can guarantee you they'll be knocking our door down. But it's, but just think of all the press. Yeah, <laughs> that's the way I'm looking at it. Yeah, we'll Bad publicity, still good publicity. <laughs> good publicity. That's right. right. Work for Trump. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I've been watching. I'm watching a lot of things, and Trump's in a lot of movies. Like I, yes, I was, yes, I'm yes. surprised. Like, like I, he was in Zoolander, and I'm like, Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was, he was mentioned in, he was mentioned in. <laughs> I'm sorry. In the Transporter Three, he's uh, a villain. Uh, he's, he's on the phone with this guy because he's got to get this girl to a certain area, and she's being so. Held. It's kind of like Transporter One in a way, but it's all right. because <laughs> she's a hostage, really. Because the, okay, the, there's a uh, country that they want to bring in um, illegal stuff to their docks, but they don't want to like tell him like the things. So he wants to sign this agreement, basically make law in this country. So he could right. capture his daughter. Okay. So he'd sign it. So he Frank's now under like kind of like has a, a wrist thing. It's going to explode if he gets too far from the car. It's a whole action packed movie. It's fun. Really? Yes. It kind of sounds like uh, what do you call it? What's that movie where he has a heart attack and he he has got like a jumper high voltage ca- high voltage yeah where he gets get shocked every like twenty yeah. minutes or he has to keep his adrenaline cranked Crank. where he has to keep uh, his adrenaline pumped. Um, he has like sex on the front of the car because he has right. to keep his heart pumping real yeah. hard and it's like in the middle of an intersection. Yeah. Yes. I know exactly so so it's about. it's kind of like that now. I know it's not. Not Jason Saveman's Transporter Three, was it? Yeah, he wasn't. Yeah, because there's a fourth oh, one. Oh, that's, that's not, right, not him. Okay, this is the third one. But he goes, the the bad guy's the great patriot. <laughs> Donald Trump once said, like I forget what it was, but it was just so funny because I'm like, <laughs> a villain is quoting Donald Trump. <laughs> that is too great. Like, and it was before he became president, so it's like. They must have known something. It's someone from the future. <laughs> Passed them a note. And it'd be funny this. Yeah, yeah. It'd be, it'd be hysterical. Here. <laughs> the great patriot, Donald Trump. <laughs> I can't get through without laughing. All right. All right. What else you got there, Ed? <laughs> this, is, this is the boo-hoo file. Oh, uh, the boo-hoo, boo-hoo file? Maybe you'll disagree. I don't know. I don't you, know. You might agree because it's who it is. It's Margot Robbie about Suicide Squad. The downside of being a playing in a superhero movie is that that's all she's going to be recognized as. No. Oh. The is fact that the movie is sucked. Apparently, though, she's got a lot of death threats. <laughs> this movie was shit. Clinic- I'm not saying they should have threatened her life. That's wrong. You shouldn't do that. It's frowned upon. Yes. But if you make a shit movie to some characters that people really, really love, I mean, what do you expect? I'm, gonna be, I'm guessing it's it's the hashtag not my Harley kind of stuff where it's like well, they, don't, they don't get into what the threats are, you okay. know, kind of thing. But she is very nervous because she now has a security team basically running almost twenty four seven to protect her because she's worried about the death threats and anybody she hires for her like basically personal assistants or anybody she has to work for in right. a, a certain company she has to do a background check which costs two thousand dollars for every time they have to do this background oh, okay. Check. So every time she has to hire somebody, she has to run this background check. So they might be a, they might be want to kill her, you know, just like they don't know. <laughs> like, hi, I'm here for the job. Okay, uh, here's my background check. Do you like Batman? Yeah. Do you like Harley Quinn? Oh yeah. Did you like my Harley Quinn? Eh. Okay, I can't hire you. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, did you like Harley Quinn? Two thousand dollars. <laughs> like exactly. <laughs> It's, you know, hey, sir, you want to apply for a job? Sure. What is it? It's, it's part of Margot Robbie's team. Sure. Why not? 
Um, couple questions. Do you like Batman? Yeah. Do you like Harley Quinn? Yeah. Did you like Harley Quinn? Oh yeah, I thought it was you hired. I like, feel like that's nuts. Okay, in reality, two thousand dollars shouldn't be shit to Michael <coughs> Robbie. Okay, like it really should be like chump change. Two I, grand to like I, a really famous act- actress. I would say she's like A list at this point. You know what I, I mean? I, that yeah, shouldn't all be right. I would say maybe like a B plus. Okay, B plus and right. minus. I mean, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Either way, two grand shouldn't really be that much for her. How many times? What's your turnaround around rate on personal assistance, Margot? <laughs> well, like personal like assistance, how many times it's, it's, are you having to pay that two grand? It could be. It could be drivers because, like, she's not gonna have the same driver in California that she's going to have in, like, say, like Texas if you're doing the moving in Texas, absolutely, or in Canada or whatever. Hey, you know, we should trust a guy. Pay him a little something, something to take him with you. Have an entourage of the people that you trust and that you can drive your place to point A to point B. I just feel like she, it, when you when you are a celebrity and you have a personal assistant, you're not booking your own limousine driver, okay? You're not. Your fucking assistant's doing that you're right. shit. Okay? So your assistant, who you paid two grand apparently to find out they were good people. <laughs> I mean, like... Can, don't you? Doesn't she have like some actress friends that she's like, hey, can you recommend like a good blah 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 blah? Because I'm going to some city. Like, why are you just hiring some schmo off the street? Well, I think it's like, yeah, I know this person, but this person, but yeah, like, like, yeah, but but like, it could be like she she's talking to say like um, um, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, fine, because they were in that movie uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street, yes. Right. And he goes, Leo, you were in uh, or New Orleans, uh, uh, New Orleans. Can you recommend a driver sure. for New Orleans? Now, of course, he goes, yeah, I know this guy is really good, blah, blah, blah. Here's his name and number. Give him a call. You know, he'll take you anywhere, I think. Now, he likes Leonardo DiCaprio's movies because, you know, he's not in a superhero movie. <laughs> but he hates Harley Quinn, Margot Robbie. Okay. All right. I, I got you. I get where you're going with that, okay? First and foremost, Leo would be like, my people will call your people. He would never have that conversation on his own, okay? Right. Famous well, I'm so, wait, so you don't think famous people can just call famous people out of the blue? I promise you that Leonardo DiCaprio does not know what his fucking driver name was in New Orleans who took him to the airport, okay? He has no clue what his name was. <laughs> okay. I his thought, people might know what his I, name I was. I thought you didn't think that Mark Arabi could just pick up a phone and go, hey, no, Leo, I okay. I think that they would talk to each other, but when you become a celebrity, doing shit like booking a limousine to take you to a restaurant means nothing to you. I, you have people that do that for you. So it's like, hey, Leo, can your people call my people because I need to have like a suggestion on a limousine company? Okay, cool. Hey, Leo, do do do. Hey, assistant person that I pay an ungodly amount of money every year to call Margot Robbie's <laughs> people that she pays an ungodly <laughs> amount of money to and hook her up. I love the way Hollywood works in her head. <laughs> I'm just saying. In reality, that's probably how it goes. Trust me, those assistants are making crap. I. They make more than me, so that, <laughs> that's ungodly, okay? <laughs> they probably make more than me and you. And I don't, I don't have a job, so I, I make nothing, I so that would be easy. I don't think they make more than me, but all right. <laughs> I don't I mean, know. I, I get, think the I, bigger the celebrity, the more their assistants get paid. I, I mean, I'm not saying that. I mean, like, if, 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 if it's a good actor or a good actress right. that – is a good person in, in, in right, general. Right, 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 right. I don't really know who Margaret Robbie is. And, you know, I know she's no. from Australia. That's about it. You know, kind and of she's pretty. Okay. Ish. Sure. Uh, sure, why she not? She was cute in Wolf of Wall Street. Okay. I mean, I'm not, being, I'm not, being I'm, cute and being like hot or pretty are two different things. Okay. <laughs> That's not the point of this conversation. <laughs> 
like I'm talking speak. about our personality. Right. Let's talk about personality. Sure, if there is one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she could be a good person and uh, go, you know what? You do a lot for me. Here's a good salary. You. Kind you're of right, you're right. You're right. But, you so, know, like, like Margaret Robbie might be paying her assistant a lot, whereas like Jennifer Lawrence probably is paying her assistant shit because she's a bad person. Right. Okay, got <laughs> it. Gotcha. <laughs> So, so Margot Robbie says the downside of being Harley Quinn is the death threats. Yes, and the fact that she's got to pay for a basically a background check for every person she has to hire or be I, a part of her entourage see, I, or her, I, I kinda, it, her group. Again, but that's kind of it's 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 the double edged sort of fame. I think like it, it's like you want to be famous to the not famous, but you want to be able to have your work out there to become a steady working actor. And yeah. be famous is what ends up happening. Well, yeah, to be famous because you're only as good as your last project. So mm-hmm. as long as, you know, that star is rising, you're always going to have a job. The moment that star starts to fade away, that's where you start having problems. But I think that with her, it's like you get this character. And now I don't fully blame her for the choices that she made to be Harley Quinn. I thought she did a fine job. First right. time first time out Harley Quinn, I wasn't expecting the outfit. David Ayer, as I felt like, kind of threw the, the audience a bone, was like, yeah, this is how ridiculous this outfit would look live on screen by having the two of them dressed like this at that moment. Mm-hmm. It, she did look a little ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So I get the fact that, you know, you can't really do an exact duplicate of what's in the comic books. Um, but people who are fans of her, of Harley Quinn in general, know that about the, the abusive relationship. It wasn't all... Ooh, there wasn't hashtag relationship goals when it came to Joker and Harley as the way it was portrayed in the movie. Again, not really her choice. Mm. So I kind of feel like the people who get mad at her for being a Harley Quinn are the same people who yell at soap opera stars when they see them out in the street. Like, they just don't get it. Like, I'm I'm playing a role. Yeah, but that's 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 <laughs> the mentality of people today. It's a fact is, is that... They they see the star on the screen as portraying a character, and they think they they are. Like I mean, there there is there are some actors and like I've seen in roles, and I'm like I would like to be a friend of his, like you know, or just to know this person because he seems like a nice guy. And then I see him in interviews and stuff, and I'm going, wow, what a jerk! Like, like <laughs> I would hate this guy, you know? Right. You know, like and they like 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 they tell what he likes to do and all this kind of stuff. They get you know, when they do interviews, and you're like. Yeah, we would not get along at all. Right? <laughs> that guy said he likes to kill small animals. That's not even in my wheelhouse. <laughs> uh, I want to pet the kittens and not murder them. <laughs> like, wow. So that's that's the kind of thing. Like, you just you just don't know. But people believe what they see on screen is that person. Because people are stupid, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can't sugarcoat it. They're dumb. I mean, that's a, that's the mom mentality, and that's individual mentality. Is the fact is that they believe what they see on television or on film, and it's 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 just funny because that to me makes you what you makes you a great actor. Because I'm like, I hate certain characters. Like, oh, I can't. I know. I, I completely, I completely agree with you. And then, and then you go. You know what? It's not. It's not that person. He's just playing a role. That's how good he is. Because I can't stand him. He's a villain, and I can't stand this guy. He's a fucking, you know, fucking asshole. Blah blah. And I'm like, you know what? That was great because I hate you. I, there's been a couple times where it's like, um, we're watching. She's reading the fifth Harry Potter book, which has Umbridge in it. Mm-hmm. And when I saw, I read that book. I hated that character. That woman on screen, I hated her too. I was like, "You, f- I fucking hate you," and I'm like, "God damn, I never have that kind of like, oh, I want to kill her every moment." Okay, I also hate Umbridge. Okay, and I'm like, 
shoulders deep in Harry Potter at this point. Right. right? And I hate Umbridge too. But when you watch the movie, you knew you were going to hate that character. So when that actress gave you what you knew you were going to get. She was perfect. It made you feel a a good type of way, right? Yeah. Essentially, when we go to the movies, we are, er I'm going to use this term real loosely, hiring these people to entertain us for two and a half hours, right? Essentially, mm-hmm. so you go in with certain expectations, sure. And if those expect whether your expectations high, low, over, completely out of the blue, whatever, it's like, bitch, you completely should not have expected that. Either way, you go in with an expectation. Right. If you do not get what you expected, it makes you feel some kind yeah. of way. You're right. Margot Robbie's costume was not her fault. Right. It, it in any way, shape, or form, the script was not her fault. She didn't write that script. One of you, one of the lines that she said that the two of you bitched about constantly was her what we're bad guys right. right she did that yeah she did even if it was written in a script she portrayed that she said that she chose that accent she did that mm. that was her choice right mm. we hired her to impress us and she did not impress us I don't want to threaten her life it's not <laughs> right. that serious. But I can see how people are upset about it. I, uh, it's ridiculous that they're threatening her life. But it is still, I don't think that they're idiots. I think that they had expectations that didn't get met and they're upset about well, it. Well, I kind of disagree. Going back to that line, it's a kind of disagree and agree with you. I agree with you. The fact is, is that, like, you know, she performed that line and the way she performed sure. it. But it wasn't that at all. It was the fact that they, they wrote that line for Harley Quinn. And I'm like, there is no way that Harley Quinn would have ever said that in any iteration <laughs> that I thought of as I being Harley Quinn. I think she absolutely would have said that. I don't, I disagree. Here's where my problem is, is that if. Playing Harley Quinn was such um, is now giving you such a agita, yeah, anxiety that you have to shell out two grand every time you, you talk to somebody to think about hiring from a job. Then how about you cut out trying to be Harley Quinn? Like, yeah, because you say there's gonna be like another three movies right, she's, that she's gonna she's, be Harley the Quinn. The money that she's gonna make from those movies is nothing. It's way over compared I, to the two grand she has to pay they're, for they're, a background. They're check. talking about doing a Harley Quinn t- uh, webisode series that they're trying to get her to do the voice for Harley. She's in talks to doing not one but two Harley Quinn solo movies. Mm-hmm. One with uh, the Gotham City Sirens and then another one. You know there's going to be a Suicide Squad too. I said there's three movies in, in, right. in already lined up for her to right. do. Right, so if she's that really worried about her well-being or the money that she's shelling out, step aside. You know, what? at what point do you have a price well, tag on your... That's why I was like, this is like a boo-hoo. Like, right. uh, like, like I, wah, spend, I got two grand. Like, come on. Like, just, just spend the money. You know? Have you ever like, gotten a background check? No. Oh, me? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I got background checked for the daycare job and it did not cost two grand. I'm just saying I had to pay for that for myself and it was not two thousand dollars. <laughs> so like what company is she hiring to do background checks? Well, I checks? mean I also think too, it's depending on what level. You're you you had to do a background check on being a daycare worker. Well, I think that'd be worse than what Thank hiring you. A, a, a... you would think, but again, if as you're you're standing next to a celebrity Okay. At the end of the day, a background check is going to tell you whether or not you're a felon right. and whether or not you're a child molester. Right. That's what it's going to tell you. Depending on when you got charged, if you've never actually been convicted of anything, it's not going to tell you shit. Well, that's a th- well, that's the thing. It's also the fact is what level of what level of background is being done. It, you, if you're going through FBI files, yeah, it's going to cost you more money than you sure. know. Like they're not right. going to they're not going to do for an average job going through the fbi files going like you know like right. how bad is this person you know like i think because it's sure. like you know like well, she might be paying that two grand for that kind of level of of background check 
because she wants to make sure that the guy who she's about to hire was okay with her having blue and pink hair. She's an idiot. I feel like if someone was really going to threaten her life, right, they would not tell her they were going to threaten her life, right? Like the people who are sending her death threats are not going to do anything because people who really want to do bad things don't tell you, hey, I'm about to kill you. (laughs) Right. That's not how that works. They get you and then they're like, ha, 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 I'm going to kill you. But you don't get a letter that's like, hey, in two weeks at 0300 hours, I'm knocking on your door, bitch, be home. That's not how that works. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to kill you. That's exactly how it goes. <laughs> you know what? There'd be some sort of poetic irony in there because <laughs> exactly what Joker would have done. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Ho, ho, ho. I have a machine gun now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do you say we wrap this up? Sounds good. All right. Thanks for listening, folks. You've been listening to Geeksters Live here on AquanetRadio.com iTunes Radio and tune in. Just just rocking that radio and those apps. Don't forget, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. Um, of course. Um, if there's anything you want to contact, well, at, if you want to catch the rebroadcast of the show sure. or past shows, you can go to wordswithgeeks.com <coughs> website or the about section of both the website and the Facebook page to find all the places you can download it. But the main places you can go is either iTunes, Google Play Music. And our website. <laughs> All right. Um, and again, as always, if there's something you'd like to know or ask or question, you can contact Ed at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can do that all with Sean. Or if you want to add something to the show that you think that you would like to hear or, or talk, us talk about, you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. And it's S-H-A-W-N. See you next week, folks. Bye. We're back, folks. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> he totally missed it while we weren't, but I did a whole monologue as Han Carito as a French guy. <laughs> Life, just when you think can't get any harder, there's a laser bolt into your chest. <laughs> Fiend. <laughs> All right, well, so there you have it, folks. That's part two. And uh, we hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, you can catch the show live on Sunday nights around 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in. Just start talking already on those apps. Don't forget, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. Don't forget, if there's anything you want to contact or talk to Ed about, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. We'll see you next week, folks. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It though. could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away.